Hey, what's up, Trash Talkers? Coming at you with uh, the NFL and UFC Pick'em. Big action this weekend as the Mad Russian, the leader of the pack, Bill Pearson. Again, not really Russian, so go fuck yourself if you think he's a commie. And we got Trigger Joe Britson, who is still trying to figure out how to use his phone. Um, that's what he's doing right now. He doesn't know how to do it. He's old school, and it's just, it is the way it is. <laughs> Now, they are going to go for the record this week because the UFC, uh, what is it, 256? I forget the number. Uh, but they, but they, uh, they are going for the points. And so Bill is up by one. And yeah. I think you guys have come to an agreement that this ends January 1, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Is that the case? Okay. So for the, for the millions watching around the world, or 20, uh, whatever. Let's uh, just add a couple of zeros. They're going to do something stupid. Whoever loses, they're going to have to do it. They're going to have to bend the knee and do something dumb. Uh, and you're just going to have to own up and take it. That's just what we do here. Now, for the NFL, I picked the Rams Thursday night, and Joe can contest to that. But this week is, is, is disgusting. So I will do my best to help you make some money. But I will probably take this week off uh, of betting. I might bet one game. I think I'm pretty confident on one. I'll get to that. So we'll run through the NFL picks real quick of who I'm taking, whether or not take the points or money line, and then we'll go into the meat and potatoes of the UFC 256. So, Joe, run me through the games real quick. All right. We got uh, kicking it off with the ridiculously difficult to call. We got Houston at Chicago. Houston minus one and a half at what I'm looking at. I don't know what you got there. Chicago is the only lock that I lost last week when Detroit somehow, well, first of all, the fucking Bears decided to pass it, right? When they were winning by the spread, right? They had flare up. They were going to win me money. And they decide to pass and he gets strip sacked. It's like, what? Why? Just run it and punt it. You're the Bears. Anyways, okay, so they lost. Fuck them. Uh, I am going to go with... That had to be on Scott Van Pelt's bad beats. Oh. That, that was brutal. ridiculous, man. I had a sick... I, I was so confident last week. I hit, that I hit three of my four. That strip if you had the Bears had to feel like a liver kick. I had three of my four locks hit, and I put 50 bucks on it. That was going to pay me $800, $890. And it's like... Bill, did you see that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it yeah. couldn't have been. Any, it couldn't have set up any more perfect for the. Oh. That, that was that was nuts, <laughs> nuts. And then the, the Bears started. Got, to go, you, I, I'm going to take the you Texans. Got the, you got the Texans. Mm-hmm. All right. They blew it last week too with the fumble on the one yard line. Oh, gross. Yes, they did. But that, that dude, it doesn't get. It doesn't get any easier, Nick. This one's actually. Uh, I I think it's harder to call than that one. Uh, good. Dallas at your favorite, the Bungles. And uh, Dallas is minus three and a half. Here's where emotion. This game at all is kind of. Again, here's where emotion comes into play to where I want to pick Cincinnati. But they just lose. And I don't know how they got. I think they got two wins this year and a tie. You know, it's like now Dallas only has three wins, but Dallas is in every game pretty much, except for Thanksgiving when they got blasted. Um, ah, I would go Dallas. I, I got I to take them. Uh, I would take a money line. I wouldn't touch 
the spread on that one because yeah. who knows? Money line Dallas is a minus one seventy. Yeah, just take a money line. Don't don't even think about giving Vegas those points. All right, who you got next? Okay, we got KC traveling to Miami. All right, trap game here. Dolphins. Trap game and uh, uh, got a minus seven. Yeah. Um, KC, for those of you that don't follow football, anyone who follows football knows KC's favored. But yeah, they're minus seven. What I'm looking at, what do you got, Nick? Yeah, it's a, it's a, like I said, it's a trap game because uh, you got Kansas City who went to Denver and now they're flying all the way to the East Coast. Uh, and Miami just has really good cornerbacks. Uh, and I don't, I don't know if, if KC's going to light them up and you never know when the thunderstorms start rolling in Miami. Uh, but uh, it's hard to, you never really want to bet against KC. Is there 11 and one? Um, but uh, yeah, I, I take, uh, I take KC on that one. I, I would, I would, if I had to bet, I'd bet KC with the points too. Uh, they can win by two touchdowns by 10. That's it's possible. But yeah, who we got next? Uh, we got Arizona traveling to New York to play the football giants. Uh, minus two and a half. Yeah. Minus two and a half Arizona. Yeah, I got I got a good buddy that brought up a point. He says, never, nobody ever wants to see the New York Giants when they start going on a run at the end of the year. Just ask Tom Brady, the 18 and one Patriots. Uh, just ask the Green Bay Packers. You know, they ran into the NFC Championship game when they came in as a six seed. Uh, it's just, you know, they're playing hot and. Jones should come back this week. If Jones comes back, you take the Giants. If Jones doesn't come back, take the Cardinals. So watch the injury report on that one. So that's a pick them depending on if Jones starts or not. So who do you got? We got Touche. Um, we got the Vikings going to Tampa Bay. What do we got on the line? Yeah, here? Uh, I'm I'm lagging. You, never, you you never know. You never know what uh what Kirk Cousins is going to show up. So you got to go old reliable Tampa Bay minus Tampa. six and a half. Yeah. I take, I take Tampa. I, I, I don't you know if I touch for under a touchdown. Yeah. Um, but I still, I might just take a money line. So that's probably what I would do with that game. Money line. They're a minus two ninety. Yeah. It's put it in your parlay, you know, like whatever. Yeah. Uh, so we got next? Uh, Denver traveling to Charlotte, North Carolina, 20 minutes down the road from me, take on the Panthers. And uh, right. we got uh, Panthers are minus three. Yeah, this is one of my locks. You take Carolina here. I like that. Um, yeah, minus three. I like that all day. Yep. You take Carolina with points, lock, lock it in, lock it in, trash talk nation. Bet your yep. house on it. I, I can, t I can tell you, com <laughs> coming from the, uh, coming from the local scene, radio. Um, this team is not anywhere near uh, phoning it in. They feel I think they they've got a lot of young players that feel like they got something to prove. Um, trying to make Teddy money. Bridgewater, Teddy Bridgewater is one of those type of guys. Um, he, he he's not a great quarterback. He's a game manager, but he's a serious competitor, and he's not the type of guy that's going to phone one in. So I, the Panthers uh, minus. Under a touchdown, I like them. Yeah. Um, uh, so yeah. definitely a lock. Yep. What we got next? Hang on now. Tennessee We're at not. Jacksonville. That is correct. That is what yeah. I'm tracking. All right. Tennessee's only a seven and a half point favorite, mm. which, again, Jacksonville's kind of like the new Bengals to where they just lose games. 
I think I've watched them not get three two-point conversions this year to not win games. Um, so, you know, they could easily have had a pretty decent season this year. They just lost. <laughs> they just lost the games. Uh, like, all right, but uh, I think it's going to be a revenge week for Tennessee. They're going to come back pissed off after allowing Cleveland to run all over them at home. So, yeah, watch for uh, Tennessee to run it up here uh, pretty big. So I take Tennessee. I'm not going to lock it, but uh, yeah, they're going to win. So we got uh, Chargers at Vegas. Uh, no, you got the Colts. No, India Colts. Vegas. My fault. My, my, right, my this, fault. India Vegas. This is Lagging. the game with the. This is the game with the most uh, playoff, uh, you know, bust right here. So Indy minus three. Nick, is that what you got over there? Yeah, that's what I got. And again, do the Raiders show up? Does Jacobs play? If Jacobs plays, Indiana's defense is still no joke. But if Jacobs plays. Then I might take uh, I take uh, Raiders here, but if he doesn't play, take uh, the Colts in a sloppy sloppy game, just because of defense. So who we got next? All right, so we got the Jets Close. at Seattle. Yeah. Now, hey, I've been Ugh. calling it for a couple of weeks now. The Jets are due. Now, just because they got the receivers back, they got guys that can make big plays now. Perriman's back, um, and they were gone for the first seven games of the season. But again, I am 100% convinced the Jets lost that game on purpose. Oh, no one, absolutely. no one calls, no one calls. Absolutely. Hey, does anyone watch Rex? Rex Ryan's kind of a jackass. He talks a lot, but listen, so people they, still listen, and he gets paid to talk about defense. He said that was the stupidest call he's ever seen, and they were trying to be. A lot of guys will be like, uh, very Switzerland vanilla about it like orlovsky was they were being too nice about it but rex ryan said he goes come on man he it was wasn't even a real shit. zero blitz though like the guy some of the guys just stayed and jumped up well, in the air. one of the guys spied spied the quarterback right like what are you gonna do, do yeah freaking zero blitz and spy the quarterback when it's all they all, you know it's going hail mary like but what who's you, spying what you, anybody but what everybody's forgetting is the play prior the play prior they let him go right by him and Carr missed him in the end zone. Like, so <laughs> two plays in a row, they let somebody get wide open. That's not, no, not in the NFL. I was, I was on with, purpose. Uh, yeah. I was arguing with a Raiders fan. Cause obviously he thinks that they won the game. Like, you know, like a bunch of shining Knights, you know, in armor when it's like, dude, it's the jets for one. Um, <laughs> and, and two, they let you win. They owned you all game. Um, but I'm taking Seattle as my 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 other lock here. If I was gonna uh, if I was gonna do a two teamer, I think Seattle wins yeah. by twenty. Seattle's gonna win by twenty because they they have to win for one. And I I don't like Pete Carroll, but personally, I think he's a d bag. Um, but he wins. He is a total d bag. But he wins, you know, and yeah. he can get he can get he can get that team motivated. Uh, he's good What's at that. Spread? They're like a what? Might, they're like a what? Minus a thirteen and a half or something. Thirteen and a half. But like I said, I think I think you're gonna get 20 out of them. I think you're gonna win by 20. So what do we got next? Yeah, we got your boys, the pack, going to Detroit to play the Lions. God Why damn. do I not see a freaking spread on here, Nick? It's, uh, it what do you got of that, and Bill? Seven and a half. Oh, it went up. It was six and a half yesterday, so it's seven and a half now. So the money's uh, money's starting to fly on Green Bay, uh, yeah. and I, you can't you can't blame them because Aaron Rodgers is hot. Uh, yeah, if you got in at six and a half on that one, that's a, I, I'm all right with that bet. It, and here's the thing. I brought up my buddy who made a good point. 
Uh, but he also makes a really dumb point. The Packers went for about four and a half years with horrible receivers. And like nobody's, they had a D3 white guy on the team. So I always write this, uh, like there's, there's guys begging groceries in the Southeast conference right now that didn't get drafted that are better than the D3 white guy. And I, and I even said this, I don't care if you can catch, I need somebody who can run down in the field fast as shit so that the safeties, you can't have nine in the box the whole time. Right. The mm-hmm. only way to stop Rogers is to man press and blitz. That's the only way. You can't drop in his own, but now that we have that MVS who my buddy hates because he drops, he leads the league and drops, but he's a burner and he gets Takes down the, the top field. off. All right. And so then when you try to press him, guess what? Devontae Adams is the, one of the, is the best off the line receiver in the league. All right. He's not the best like at catching. He's not the best at, he's not the fastest, not the biggest. Right. But when you press him on the line, he's going to get five yards of separation within six yards. Yeah. So, but you know who he down. reminds me of in competition? Like when, when it's a 50-50 ball, he reminds me of uh, – because he, he he doesn't look like a Randy Moss. He reminds me more of a taller version of Steve Smith. Like he just is going to go up and fight. He'll fight you yep. for it. Yep. He, he's that type of guy. Like when he goes up, he goes up physical, and it's like competition, me or you. And um, he's so, that he's one so I, te- I texted you. Yeah. Yeah. He's so confident yeah. he tries to score. It's like Jerry Rice. Every time he touches the ball, he tries to score. You know, and it's yeah. like and he, and he expects to. Yeah. yeah. He if couldn't see, catch when he came see. in the league. He came in the league. Yeah. We drafted him like in the fourth round. He couldn't catch. Like he had more drops than MBS. And I keep reminding my buddy about that. It's like, dude, he had more drops than MBS. And we that stuck one he went up and got the still frame, his his forearms look like skin painted on muscle. Like dude, he he, he just <laughs> yeah. man grabbed that. Yeah. yeah. Like he's he's the dude's strong. So yeah, Packers, Packers are going to roll, but again, the fucking Lions, and at least we buried you in the beginning of the season, because uh, you guys have had our number the past couple of years, so we'll see. Uh, yep. Should be a, should, it, I no, should be a, yeah, New Orleans at the Eagles. Um, at Philly. Poor, uh, poor Jalen. Uh, they're going mm. to start him against one of the best pass rushes in, in football, and that line for the Eagles is fucking horrible. So, so minus seven right now. I mean, I, I got to take, I might make that a lock. Like <laughs> New Orleans might win by 30. They might, the defense might score more touchdowns in Philly. I 100% um, agree with that one. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll take points on that one all day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So then yeah. what's the next one? Oh, this is a tough one. Uh, we got a, uh... Atlanta going to LA to play the Chargers. So yeah, I, I like Atlanta on that one. I think uh, Chargers are are uh, kind of putting it in. I think they're like, yeah, hey, let's try to get that second, third pick. Let's get a good, uh, you know, either a really good left tackle or a really good so, like linebacker. You know, like that. They're gonna go after somebody. So like got that. Atlanta minus two and a half. Yeah, I like Atlanta. Atlanta. Hey, speaking of that, uh, Nick. Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta screwed cool. my upset alert last week, man. It had Julio in the end zone. How do you not throw it to where he can somehow touch it? If Julio can touch it, like it's a touchdown. And it, it threw Talk it over about his man handling. Ah. <laughs> huh. so hey, yeah, that's Sewell, that kid from Oregon. Yeah. The, He's the guy that cost me be the real deal. Have you seen? Yeah. Have you seen? Have you seen some of the some of that kid's highlights? Man, he looks like Tony Munoz for crying out loud. But you know, you never know until they get to the league. 
I'm like, I'm like four plays away this year from winning like about 8,000 on parlays and like literally four mm-hmm. plays. And like, mm-hmm. It's like, oh man. I'm two or three um, punches away from calling yeah, we're one, fighters. Yeah, one <laughs> round away. Yeah. All right, so then uh, we, we got, got Washington at San Fran. Oh man, I'm torn what on this one. Line on this one. It's uh, Frisco's favorite by three. And I mm. honestly, I don't I like would, them. What I would bet here is the under. I would bet the under at 43 and a half. I have a feeling this game is going to be like 17 to seven. Uh, I just don't think they're both really good defenses. And I think that's pretty safe bet actually. Yeah. So I would throw the under there. I wouldn't even touch. I wouldn't touch this game. And there's another nasty one after that. So two more well, games. This, this is this this is it right here. This is the game for me. Pittsburgh at Buffalo. Buffalo minus tree. Yeah. So Buffalo, I, you mm. guys all know this. Uh, the Trash Talk Nation, the, like I said, all 20, 20 of you that watch this. Um, I'm a huge Jared Allen fan. I think he's the best young quarterback in the league. So uh, he is the future of the NFL as far as how big he is he's like cam newton except can throw the ball very accurately so like and he's nick loves him so much nick loves him so much bill that he calls him jared allen of the minnesota vikings oh yeah sorry sorry he loves he listen i swear to god that's like a freudian slip with him because he's done it before i do it all the time yeah Josh, that's the sorry. guy that did the idiotic churn butter thing after he yeah. sacked people. Well, I, I did not like Jared Allen at all at Minnesota. Oh, God. He, if anyone ever deserved a leg whip, he's <laughs> <laughs> that asshole. You want to hear a uh, peewee? You want to hear a peewee football story? So, I mean, I I, pre, I played pretty high level football, but my favorite play of all time was leg whipping uh, Jared Allen. It was, uh, it's kind of similar. This guy looked like Jared Allen in sixth grade, right? So should not have been in sixth grade. I don't know if he failed like six or seven times, but it was like, uh, what's that so movie did called? Did he have the handlebar mustache? Yeah, like- exactly. He had a beard. He had my beard in sixth grade. Nice. And I, w- I think I weighed 85 pounds and I was playing guard. Um, and so like this guy just kept running me over, like just like trucking me. Like, I, I, I don't know, dude, I'm not my first year playing football, man. What the hell? And, like, and like this guy's just like absolutely like beating me up. Coach starts yelling. I mean, it's just like this, it's this young kid, high school player, right? And he's coaching sixth grade football, probably for community service. Who knows? And he's got like this, <laughs> he's got like this big, he's got like this big dip in his mouth, you know, and he's got Kodiak, you know, he's what where's that? Yeah, goddamn control. You gotta block that guy. I'm like, uh, he's huge. Like, I, I I can't. And he's like, all right, the next time he tr- he's like, the next time he trucks you, you just stick your leg up in the air. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, like. I have no idea. So he trucks me. I stick my leg up in the air. Dude goes flying over my leg. Right. And then there's, they, they have to bring in a cart to take him off the field. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, Oh damn. I didn't, I didn't know like whatever. And then I found out that I, that was a serious penalty. And uh, I, that guy might've made millions in the NFL like someday, but no, we never sweep the leg, Nick, sweep the leg. <laughs> exactly. You I, have I a mean, problem with that. Hey, so I doubt he's watching, but if anybody knows a kid from Iguanago who blew out his knee in, uh, what was that, how old are you, in, in 1993, I'm sorry. All right, I didn't know. I just did what my sensei told me to do. He said, take the leg, man. I'm like, okay. You're all right, LaRusso. You're okay. <laughs> no, I, I, like I said, I didn't want to get in too, too long on this one. But uh, here we go. 
Baltimore. All right, we got we got Baltimore at Cle- That's how Tony Montana said it. Baltimore yeah. uh, at Cleveland. Right. Minus well, anyways, two and a half. Yeah, I'm taking. Why well, did I forget to say? I'm taking the Bills. I'm taking the Bills in the, uh, the Steelers Bills game, and I'm taking Cleveland here. All right. Mm. Got to watch the. Gonna have to watch the injury report on this one again, to where if. I know Baltimore's fullback got hurt, and I also know that both their tight ends are out. So if those guys come back, all you have to do is make Lamar throw this year. If you make him throw, you beat him. So, I mean, Dallas should have beat him, but they turned the ball over. Stupid. Uh, Cleveland, I think I, I like them. I like them a lot. Uh, so could be let down, but I'm taking Cleveland. I'm taking Cleveland, hands down. But, uh, yeah, so – my, my locks again are the Saints, the Seahawks, and Carolina. So do a three-teamer, uh, do the spread on that, and then throw a money liner. It's a, good, it's a great Monday night game because you throw a money line on, on Baltimore and make it a four-teamer. So throw a money line on Baltimore, and then when you hit those first three games, put 100 bucks on Cleveland with two and a half, you know, and, and – Hopefully that spread goes up to three and you might be able to win both bets. So look at that one. But again, watch the injury reports. So now to the main event, yes. the UFC. Oh man, let me pull up the fight card real quick. Um, if we were a squared away real podcast, I would have had this already. So Bow time. Yeah. Usually I write it down, but I don't really care. Let's see here. So we got... Again, I'm not an underwear fighting fan, although I do spend the money to watch it because there's some serious punches sometimes and it's fun. All right, we've bet on this guy before. Junior Dos Santos, heavyweight fight. And then game, Cyril, uh-oh, uh-oh. Yep. Uh, I, I, might no just take, I might just take all my money and put it on that guy because he was he's named Cyril. So... <laughs> he fought growing up. So, did you guys actually send each other? We didn't send picks, did we? Oh, but we kind of held. We kind of we kind of held the honor code up and uh, did. Well, shit. We can still pick off each other if we wanted to. But I got mine written down right here. So do I. Mine's written down. Okay, I'm ready to go. All right. So, so don't cheat, I'm, I'm Joe. Not sw- Although I'm we not are, swear. I'm, I will remind you, we're losing. Okay. Yeah, so I know. If, if you have to, I mean, you might have to. Um, Listen, if hear. I have to, it'll come out <laughs> like way down the road from now when Bill and I are bellied up at a bar somewhere. I'm like, hey, you know, I cheated, right? So, yeah. listen, I'm not going to cheat. <laughs> I'm saying if I did. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, before we start our UFC, um, again, everything that we do is brought to you by Ventura Training and Athletics. Get your body right, do it. All right, go see those guys. And then we got 10th Mountain Whiskey uh, Distillery. They got the cordial. Uh, that's what the women should drink. Uh, Buddy Beckwith drinks it a lot. Or so, yeah. as Buddy Beckwith's Tinder page says, crack. Yeah, and I think he just ordered six bottles of it. So, like, uh-oh. Hey, now. Easy, easy. Ah, so we got Junior Dos Santos versus Cyril Gain. Mm. Bill, you're the champ. You get the first pick. Um, okay. Uh, I'm going with Zero Gain for the win on this one. Uh, the, the round is what was 
making it rough for me. I think right now he's at a 425, minus 425 favorite. Mm. Uh, mostly because DeSantis' chin. Write this shit down. down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> DeSantis' chin's just not there anymore. Uh, Cyril Gaines a big dude, but if you watch, if you follow Cyril, he's he's a submission guy. Uh, so I'm going to put Gain TKO second round. But for you gamblers, what's scaring me is if he's going to tag Santos, stun him, and then not want to stay standing with him, and then just jump on his back and choke him out. But I'm yeah. gonna go with a gain second round TKO. All right, Joe, Trigger Joe. Yep. What do you got? Hey. Who do you got in this fight? Hey, hey, Bill. We um now for this card, we are doing. Bill and I both agreed, Nick, that uh, getting three on a decision is kind of chicken shit. So we're gonna go two points if you call yep. a decision, right? We're yep. good on that. Okay. Yep. So I'm actually for that reason, well, not for that reason, but after mentioning that, I'm I'm gonna go gain it, but I'm gonna go by decision. And the the reason I'm saying that is uh he's been in there with guys. Um and like Bill says, he's a submission artist, and uh he, he's been he's he's not much of a power puncher. Um he, he's a volume striker. Um, he likes he likes getting on the mat and now um, if he's a he, he's he moves a lot you know he's he's not a bulldog and get a guy to the ground either he kind of is uh, you know take it wherever it goes type fighter so I see maybe Dos Santos stealing some time in one round which he's more than capable of still doing and uh, gang kind of outworking him and and Maybe a couple of submission attempts here and there, but I think I think Gain kind of just younger, bigger, stronger, and uh, wins by decision. But because he's not much of a knockout artist, I, I see Dos Santos surviving. Okay, all right. I got Cyril in the first ten seconds, so that's what okay. I'm calling that one. I just, <laughs> I mean, Dos Santos's chin just scares me. It's just yeah. not sure. there anymore. So in the next fight is a middleweight staying with Trigger Joe, and we have Kevin Holland. At twenty and five versus Ronaldo Souza. Souza, yeah. Kaiser Souza. They call him. They, they call him Jacare. Nick, you know what that is uh, Portuguese for? Uh, uh, your mom? I don't know. Uh, no. <laughs> Good guess though. <laughs> uh, first thing I would have guessed. Um, I, be, I I believe it's crocodile, right, Bill, or alligator? One. I, I think either so. Way, one, yeah. Either way, that's. But that's they say when they. He puts his clamps on you. Um, he's a phenomenal grappler. Um, Bill might be surprised by this one, but I've I've done my research. I've I've, I've looked into it. Kevin Holland is a uh, up and comer. He's a very good fighter. But Souza has been in there uh, with guys that hit harder than Holland does, and they haven't been able to put him away by knockout. And when he gets his hands on you, um, if Holland doesn't keep him off of him, he can be in trouble because he's kind of more like a uh, Glover Teixeira, 40 years old. Like he hasn't aged poorly. He's still very, very strong. He's a phenomenal grappler and he's got a ton of experience. So I've got, I've got Sousa uh, sub third round. Submission third round. All right, Mad Russian, who are you going with? Uh, 
Joe, I'm not surprised by that, to tell you the truth. Um, <laughs> Nothing surprises the Russian Joe. You think you're smarter than him? <laughs> Fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> he's probably tapped my wife's phone or something and has listened to this whole yeah. thing. Yeah. No, uh, I went back and forth on this for like an hour today. Um, I went with Sousa, but with the decision. Um, maybe because if you looking at their records, I think this is they're trying to set – this is going to be really Holland's first big fight. He hasn't really fought that big name yet, that experienced name. So this is his test. But I put Sousa at decision. Uh, so if you look at their wins and losses, uh, I think Sousa's just going to grind them out because of the experience. And again, if you look at who, who Jacare's fought, it, it's hard to put him away. So I think this is going to be Holland's first time in a, in a real dog fight. So, uh, yeah, I went with Sousa decision on that one. All right, awesome. So sticking with the mad Russian, we have the women straw weight. Uh, straw weight to me just seems like this is going to a decision. Uh, so you got Mackenzie Dern versus, what does that say, Verna Genderoba? Yep. Yeah, you actually got that last name almost. Per- I think they, it's a silent R, but that for Nick, that's perfect. Oh, the yeah. C is yeah. silent. Uh, <laughs> R-O-K? Rock. R-O-K. Yeah, what's your point? Yeah, what's your R-O-C-K. Point? Actually, Dad, uh, I got the shirt from Frank. Frank. <laughs> God oh, damn it, this... Billy. We get the hell out of here. I'm sorry. I'll, I'm going to knock it off. Yeah. So, Bill, what do you got in this strawweight fight? Um, as, as, as you trash tra- talkers know, I'm usually pretty solid and confident on, on the female fights. Yeah, I you are good. Touch, I wouldn't touch this one with the 10-foot pole. Oh, my God. It's awful. I would not bet on this one. Tell them uh, why, Bill. Both these girls are one-loss fighters, and both of them typically win in the first round with the submission. Um, Shows you what I fucking know. Yeah. No. So, <laughs> Joe, honestly, I this is almost a coin toss for me, but uh, mm-hmm. I went with just I went with the experience on this one. Jander Robo's fought the tougher people, so I went with Jander Robo with the submission in the second round. All right, we got a separator here. All right, so I take it Joe's going McKenzie. Yeah, you know, um, I, I I see where Bill's coming from with that. I think McKenzie Dern, um, just because of the youth, and um, she's got, got a little more bulk to her and, and is uh, going to be the a little bit of the bigger fighter, um, is – Man, on the uh, on the ground is very. Bill, would you have Janderoba second round? Some did you say yeah, so? Janderoba second round sub. Okay, well, I I got Mackenzie Dern by decision. I don't think Dern's going to be able to sub Janderoba, but I think she's going to be able to win the grappling match. And keep in mind, these girls are right. Uh, Bill, they're one they're one fifteen, right? This is strawweight match. Yeah, these are one fifteen. So one fifteen. Uh, neither one of these girls are knockout artists. They're both phenomenal grapplers. A lot of yeah. people say Mackenzie Dern's the best grappler on the roster. Um, I don't think she'll be able to submit Janderoba, but I also don't think Janderoba will be able to submit her. And I think she'll win the grappling bat- match. And uh, unless you like jujitsu, you might be bored by this one, but it should be some pretty high-level uh, rolling as Juan Perez. So it's like a, it's, you're, call it. It, you're calling for it to be like a pitcher's duel for people who don't pay attention to UFC. 
Exactly. A lot, people, a lot of people don't like a pitcher's duel unless you like baseball. I think there, there, there's, a, there's a ton of skill. There's a ton of skill there. And these two women who have a very high finishing rate for female fighters, it's but they finish people, they finish people the argument. same way. This is really a coin toss fight, which is why Vegas-wise, I wouldn't touch this one. All right, there you have it, Trash Talk Nation. Stay away from this one. It's like half the football games this Sunday. Stay away from them. All right. For the love of of God. All right, so staying with uh, Trigger Joe, we have the co-main, which is Tony Ferguson and Charles Oliveira. Who do you got in this one, Joe? You know, I think I think I think this one boils down to for every UFC fan. Um, where's Tony Ferguson at right now? You know, after that Gaethje yeah. fight, how do he heal? Um, you know, I I know one thing about him. Um, he he is absolutely hell bent on getting in there and and finding out because uh, that's the kind of fighter Tony Ferguson is. He he he's not. I'd be shocked. I'd be shocked if he was tentative. I think he's going to go right out there and I don't, and, I don't and think it's in it his DNA. Up. Yeah, no, right. I just, you know, he's. Uh, what does he, DNA he, stand for? Uh, do not answer. Yeah, exactly. that question, don't. Bill. No, that's not what I meant. I said do not yeah. answer that question, Bill. No. It's not fair. He's a baseball player. So yeah, Rerudo. <laughs> Dude, we're all over Billy Madison. Rizzuto is not a word. He's a baseball, it's a baseball player. player. You're cheating. No, I got, I, you know, I think Tony Ferguson's going to come out there and uh, man, if there's, he's just one of those guys. If you believe in him, you got to pick him. If you think he's done after what Gage you did to him. Yeah. I'd say, I'd say there's some dice to roll there. Oliveira is tough dude. Um, I just, I, I think Tony Ferguson's got his eyes on, making making a run back at 155 and um going for title shot i got tony ferguson uh third round tko i think Oliveira's is that good he's gonna um manage to hang with him but i think he's gonna ferguson's gonna wear him down look good and uh have, and end it in the third bill the champ uh, we got honestly for those trash yeah, talkers, i, I, I hope i back. hope honestly i hope you're not lying no, go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm ahead. I don't need a lot. But uh, yeah, I went. I went with the same thing, Joe. So for all for all the trash talkers, this is another one we completely agree on. I think I don't think Ferguson has it in him to be tentative, and I think he's going to force Oliveira to go into a place he doesn't want to go with the fight, and that's going to take about two rounds to do it. So he's going to come out in the third round. I think Oliveira's going to realize he's in for a fight he didn't want to be in. I mean, they they call him the boogeyman for a reason. He's one. He's another one of those dudes who truly likes being punched in the face, and he, he goes into robot mode. So yeah, I put Ferguson third round TKO. And I think Bill, what's for, was that exactly the same? Yeah. yeah. So what's, what's the, the what's the line on that right now? Oh shit! I think Ferguson's a minus one sixty. Oh, so that's a, yeah. you still make some money bet on that one. So, so you, yeah. you can bet on that one for TKO. Exactly. Par- par- yeah. yeah, parlay uh Ferguson TKO here, guys. I think that's 165. Yep. Yep. Um what you know you remember we were on the phone, we were talking about that Gaethje Ferguson fight was the first main event with uh no fans. Yeah. 
do you remember how Nick? I know you watched that one. Do you remember how sick those punches sounded when they were landing? It sounded like hitting a watermelon with a baseball bat. And like, and like, Herb, the, like Corey Herb Dean like, said oh. he stopped it. Herb Dean said he stopped it because it sounded like Gagey was punching the inside of a pumpkin. And 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 what's the one thing that we both said about Ferguson? Never left. Never never tapped. Never quit. It was his referee. Never like, to save your own. Never even save your own face. Got, Permanent brain Never damage. got not. Yeah. Never got knocked off his feet. And it's like, I don't think any, but I think he ran into the perfect match for him that night. Yeah. And uh, I don't think Oliver has it in him to go to such a dark place that Gaethje yeah. and Ferguson went that night. That was one yeah. of the most violent fights, even though it was one-sided. Uh, I mean, Ferguson was still standing and pissed off when it was over. Yeah, And yeah. he might not even have been on this planet. So I don't think Oliveria has it in him to go that go that go that bat, and then Ferguson's got something to prove. So, all right. So now we go to the main card, the main fight, the main event. I'll get it out somehow the right way. The main event. All right, and we got Bill the Champ is gonna pick it. He's gonna pick it first, and we got that guy, Delvison Figueroa. Figueroa. I think we've had him before. Figueroa. And then Brandon yeah, Moreno. He just fought last month. Fought last right. month, but his fight only went like a minute and 10 seconds. So he said he'd yeah. fight again this month. Yeah. Um, um, I don't like Brandon here because he looks like a douche. Uh, so who you got? I'll say it to his face too, man, Brandon. You're a douche. You look like a douche. I, I made mean, fun of you in high school. My bad. <laughs> hey, picking, picking the winner of this fight was easy. It's going to be Figueredo. Um, yeah. I mean, Moreno is a good fighter, but I think nah. – he knows he doesn't want to stand with Figueredo. Um, man, picking the round was the tough one. Uh, so, just looking at records and how Moreno's going to avoid, I went with Figueredo by TKO in the third round. Ooh. I think he's good enough to, to not stand the ground with him. I mean, he, he's good enough to be on the ground choking the hell out, too. But I think Figueroa's going to want to stay on the feet, and I think he's going to just take it to Moreno, and he's going to Take Moreno to a place he doesn't want to go, just like uh, Boogeyman's going to do. Uh, so, Figueredo, third round TKO. Mm. Um, you know, Figueredo is so good that, uh, you know, I, I actually had to think on it twice to think, okay, how many rounds can Moreno stand there? or grapple and walk back to his corner. How many fights have you watched? How many times can you see Moreno going to his corner and answering the bell in this fight? And I'm like thinking like, dude, if he sees the fourth, they're going to be like Brandon Moreno put on a courageous show tonight. They will. And they'll probably be right. Um, I think he's, I, I think the kid's good. I think he's been through enough experience to where he's at the right spot in his career to where I, I, I think he's going to put the world on notice that he's a top level fighter in this fight. And I think he's going to make it um, to the fourth. And I think it's going to be absolutely obvious um, that, that he can't take anymore. And they're either going to, they're either going to stop it or, or it's going to, you know, it's going to be a knockout. So I got Figueredo uh, by a fourth round TKO. Fourth round TKO. All right. So, there you have it. We have our uh, the, the 
what was it? The straw weight fight is going to be the deal breaker. That's what it looks like here. A cut can gain a couple points based on decisions, stuff like that. But mm-hmm. again, trash talk nation, pay attention when they pick the same fighter, same round, same type of decision. And they both got Tony Ferguson third round TKO. So put your money on that one. Um, we disagreed on one fight, and it's the one fight everybody in Vegas is saying stay away from. Right. So the on the fights that we would say bet, we picked exactly the same. The only reason we do the rounds and the in the finish is because Bill and I usually pick exactly the same. So we had to make it interesting. All right. So, so uh, now for, for let's go betters. for the parlay. Yeah, let's go with the parlay. There we go. There we go. Bill, what we got for the parlays? Get it. All right. So Sorry. so my lock is clearly Figueredo. Um, for my parlay, I'm gonna go with Figueredo Ferguson. Then I'm gonna go to the prelims, and uh, I would take. Hooper and another female fight, a girl named Tisha Torres. Uh, she's going to be a little bit underrated. I mean, she's, she's a heavy favorite, but people are saying she's lost, uh, I think it was three of her last five fights. But if you look at her record, Joe, they put her through a gauntlet. They put her back-to-back, yeah. made her fight Andraj, Joanna, and Weile Zhang. Yeah. And back-to-back, I mean, that's insane. Um, mm-hmm. So Tisha Torres is come and win that fight. I would bet on Hooper, who's another heavy favorite in the prelims. Then uh, Ferguson Figueredo for your parlay. All righty, okay. Joe. Who do you got? Uh, my parlay. Uh, I can't believe Bill didn't mention this one. This this one. Uh, I, what an idiot! I, I love it. Uh, is uh, <laughs> what? A, no, uh, Pineda <laughs> against uh, Cub Swanson in the. Uh, it's. It, some people have him on the first as the first main of the last. Yeah, I can't prelim. believe they're a prelim but, fight, to be honest with you. But but uh, Pineda is at a different spot in in his career than than people think. And uh, it, Cub Pineda is a Pineda is a knockout. Uh, it, it's it's going to be a knockout. I, I so mean, you're that's going, going to a two fighter there, yeah. Pineda KO. Yeah. All right, so Pineda by KO. Um, definitely takes zero gain to add into your parlays. Um, and, and I don't see him finishing Dos Santos and I, I don't really lean real heavy on the decision as far as money goes. So I just put him on their money line. Uh, I take, uh, Tony Ferguson and, and if there's an under there, if there's an under two and a half rounds, I like Tony Ferguson under two and a half rounds. Um, and, and definitely Figueredo. Um, Oh, and uh, Quarantillo, Billy Quarantillo in the uh, prelims. Very, uh, very close money fight, and he's in a different spot. It, it, it's uh, the dude he's fighting. It, it, it's a mismatch, have heavy reach and reach advantage. And Quarantillo's in a different spot in his career right now where he's surging. This other guy, what I, I can't even give his freaking name, but that's um, there he is, Gavin Tucker. Um, Five six against five ten featherweights, uh, huge reach advantage. Quarantillo is your younger fighter, but put put Quarantillo in your in your uh, parlay with Cyril Gain, Pineda by well, KO, Ferguson by KO, and uh, Figueroa. Yeah, I they like the. Ferguson. They got Ferguson at under two and a half rounds. Yeah, that's. See, but okay, for the gamblers. Now, is my bookie gonna let that happen? 
Uh, no, they are they are snobby about what they'll let. My my bookie lets you pick the over under, but they won't let you pick the prop best for the parlay. So you yeah. can't go on there and be like TKO and then add it to another one. So and just so you know, for for the Holland Souza fight, they got them both at a minus one fifteen. That's yeah. another fight that nobody wants to touch. Jeez. Yeah, I, I but I do I really do like Jack Gray in that fight. Yeah, I think experience is just going to make him win that fight. All right, trash see, here's the thing. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, go, no, ahead. go ahead. No, no, I'm gonna, no, no it's just one out. of those things with Kevin Holland. It was either it was either um, prove us, you know. Prove yeah. us wrong and let us know you're on the map, or we think this guy's bigger, stronger, and more experienced. Yeah. All right, Bill, you're the champ. Last word on the fights. Hey, again, uh, I'm ahead by one, so I'd go with my parlay. And as you saw the last fight, Joe, <laughs> when I switched my parlay last minute. Yeah. Yeah. And again, but hey, again, for, for if you put money on these fights, uh, both of our parlays are really good. I would go with either one. But again, I would stay Both. away from Dern Jandarova all day. Do not go near that fight. Do not throw it in a parlay. That's the fight that's going to burn you. All right. So there you have it, Trash Talkers. Uh, I mean, they might be able to get another bet in before January 1st, but I doubt it. This is the one. This is the one for the finish. So, hey, pay attention tomorrow. Uh, we'll release our, our podcast at about, let's say, uh, 1700 Eastern Standard Time. We got Semper Vigilante. Uh, it's a bunch of guys or two guys. You got an ex uh, army paratrooper and an ex uh, uh, combat controller from the Air Force, and they teach you how to write better uh, as far as your resume and all the VA benefits you get, all that kind of stuff when you get out. So it should be a really good conversation to have with them and promote their business. So watch out for that. If you haven't checked out my stellar performance on WTF Nation Radio, make sure you go on there uh, on our page and check that out. Uh, there, that's an awesome page. They do a lot. Um, great for the veteran community. Great for the army. So again, if they call you out, it's probably because you suck. It's probably because something's wrong in your unit. So don't hate on WTF. Just you know, fix what your problem is, and then you should be okay. So we'll see you guys all uh, tomorrow, and good luck on the fights. <laughs>